Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The Race for the Ring, Episode 82, The Millennial Mindset, with Rachel Hope, a.k.a. The Concrete Blonde. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles. And I want to know why. Each week, we'll chat with a different dating queen or king, socialite or relationship expert, and explore the many facets of dating today, pitfalls to steer clear from, and how to find the finest fish in the sea. Get ready, set, go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I am so excited about our guest today. It's another amazing woman that I met at the incredible event that I mentioned a few episodes ago that uh, my office put together for a client of mine in East Hampton. Her name is Rachel Hope. She goes by the Concrete Blonde on Instagram. She's another amazing metropolitan influencer um, who's got everything and anything going on. And you should definitely check her out on Insta at The Concrete Blonde if you don't already follow her. But as we were chatting at the event and kind of getting to know everybody, um, we started talking a little bit about dating. Um, Obviously, I sort of pick everybody's brain when they tell me that they're single because I tried to find um, some juicy stories to share with all of you. And we were talking about the difference um, in terms of the mindset of a younger person, um, like a millennial, so to speak, in their 20s and maybe early 30s, versus someone like myself, um, who's a generation wire. I am 47, and things are very different today than they were when I was single, when I was in my 20s, for sure. Um, we don't need to get into all of that. That's a little bit about what the show is going to be, essentially, about kind of comparing, contrasting um, different you know, ways that people, for instance, break up and how important social media is in defining a relationship um, or not. And, you know, closure. Um, my generation tends to, or before social media back in the day, um, be able to have more like 
I guess, firm closure as opposed to someone who can kind of troll their past exes and so forth on social media and see what they're up to um, and then have their heart like basically break when they see that they're happy without them. Um, and it's a lot of other topics. So we're going to kind of dish and dive into some of that and explain. But what prompted me to have her on was really at the time I was engrossed in talking to a millennial um, that I was attracted to and he was mutually attracted to me. And I just felt like it was so different, like the way he was going about I don't even want to say courting because it wasn't really a courting situation at all. <laughs> I guess the lack of courting, truthfully. Um, and I, I just found it really interesting that I think that's just sort of the way that generation handles date, the dating world overall. And she fully agreed and had some really interesting stories to share with me about why she did. So that's basically what um, prompted me to have her on the show and kind of share with all of you some of those stories. And then I wanted to kind of compare and contrast with her a little bit about the process overall. So I'm excited to share all that information with you. Before we do, I just want to thank you if you've already rated and reviewed The Race for the Ring um, on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or you know, iHeartRadio or any of the above. I'm very appreciative. If you have not, I would be grateful if you could. It really means a lot to us folks who put podcasts together and put a lot of time and effort and our love, sweat and tears into it. It helps people find the show. It helps, um, you know, with algorithms overall and kind of, um, you know, bringing the show to light to other people that have similar interests in this theme with dating, psychology and all of the above. Um, um, and I also want to encourage all of you to check out my new book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss. That's coming out in just a few weeks now. It's cruisy. It launches on October 26th. And I'm going to be doing a book tour with it. That's probably going to go through the early part of this. Well, actually, now it looks like it's going to be extending into next summer because some of the beach towns and things like that that I want to hit um, are not really going to be that crowded until that time. So um, I will keep you posted on my whereabouts. And if you want to follow me um, and learn more about the book and more about where I'm going to be, I'd love to meet you in person. My Instagram is Mindy, M-I-N-D-I-E dot Barnett. Um, it's very easy. My name with a dot. So, that, <laughs> so that's that. All right. So let's get right to it with the Concrete Blonde. Hello. Hello, Rachel, also known as the Concrete Blonde. I have to ask you, how did you come up with that name for Insta? I love it. Oh my God. Thank you. Honestly, I had like a whole note section. So my Instagram was just my like Instagram for fun from college. It was just my name. And I had a whole note section of just fun, different things that I went through. Um, I did the concrete blonde because I was like, oh, the concrete jungle. I had That's a hot child in the city at one point. Um, but just wanted it to be like fun, young, but also represent that I'm a New Yorker. So born and raised there, breed. I love it. I love it. I'm Ew. jealous. I'm not. I'm just there. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not. Honestly, I everybody there, is. So. 
I know. That counts. That counts. Yeah. It sort of counts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So we met, I guess, about a month ago, give or take Mm -hmm. now, right? At this amazing event that one of my clients put together um, in the Hamptons, and we were doing the media for it. And um, as I shared with everybody before you came on, uh, we got to talking a little bit about just dating. I always kind of pick everybody's brain who's single just for like, you know, research for the show is obviously of interest to me. I'm single too. And you were telling me a little bit about some of your woes with dating. And I was like, wow, that is so interesting because I was talking to at the time, a younger, younger, he was 34 is older than you, but younger than me guy. And, um, in general, I felt like just the way he went about the whole process of whatever you want to call it, dating, courting, whatever I was like less than courting really was just so different than I was used to. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your take. Like, obviously you're only comparing it to what you know, but, um, I'm just curious to hear and if you could share with everybody listening a little bit about your overall opinion and synopsis of dating in your age range, like the, in today's world, if you will. Yeah, totally. I, honestly, it's so crazy because I was in long-term relationships back to back to back. And this is the longest time I've been single. I've been single for a little over two years. Okay. Um, which is a good amount of time to have mm-hmm. fun and like get to know yourself. But things feel so different now when I go out on dates. And I was trying to think why, because I have these like high standards for myself. When I go out, I'm expecting like the conversation to flow and just feel so natural and right away, like us be best friends. And it's never like that. And they never put in any effort. And I realized all of my past relationships, I've known the guy previously for like a very long time before we started dating. So it just came so easily. Now, guys, it's like, if you get a text message to confirm the date, I'm like, wow, that's really nice. It's really the bare minimum. (laughs) I'm like, I give them too much credit for it. Really, it really messes with your mind. Yeah, it's true. I think they've gotten very lazy, I guess to say the least. So I mean, lazy. I know I don't know my, if it's a pandemic I or know. what. I'm like, hmm. I know. It's so crazy. So the the premise of the show, everybody listening, is we're gonna compare and contrast basically like um I am forty seven and um Rachel is about twenty seven. So we're about a twenty year span between the two of us, right? So um we're gonna just compare some of what I guess I, my generation's used to and expects, and some of the guys that I date in my generation may or may not abide by these rules and regulations. And 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 basically, Rachel is not used to any of this, or maybe she is. I don't know. You'll you'll weigh in, right? A little yeah, bit. I'll give you everything. <laughs> but I agree. I think people. I think guys have just gotten very lazy. I don't know if it's the apps made it like a shortcut for them, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Right? I've honestly like, because I was seeing guys my age and all my friends were like, no, you can't do that. You need to raise the bar. So I put my dating maximum to 35 and did it make a difference? Absolutely not. In my opinion. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Okay. Because I feel like that's still millennial. Okay. It's technically. Not to say we're not like saying all millennials behave a certain way and all generation wires behave a certain way. And this research, they call it baby boomers. I'm not a baby boomer. I am not that old. <laughs> thank God. But, okay. <laughs> but I feel like my generation still follows suit with a lot of this stuff. Okay. First, we're going to talk about the way we break up. Okay, like oh, okay. we'll start at the, the, the worst topic and then we'll move upwards, right? Okay. So, 
when I <laughs> when I was single the first time, I'm divorced, um, right? So I obviously that breakup was very different than a normal breakup. Right. But when I dated the first time, you would have like a full conversation. There was usually tears involved in front mm-hmm. of the guy or in front of the girl, depending on who you're dating. Mm-hmm. Um, you went through a whole thing about why it wasn't working out, you know. And I'm not talking about like, um, you know, obviously if you were dating someone for a couple of years, you're not just gonna like randomly like never speak to them again. I'm talking about if right. you've been dating. I remember I was dating a guy for about maybe maybe eight weeks or so, maybe a little longer than that. And I really was into this guy. Like I really, really liked the guy. I thought I had a lot of potential. And I think he was very avoidant. Um, I've learned that from some of my research that I'm doing in psychology. He was just like not really ready for a, a serious commitment. And I think he got very scared because he still maintained connection with me. I think he really um, cared about me. And I think he wanted me in his life. I just don't think in his mind he was able to handle the relationship part of everything. Thing, right mm-hmm. so we but we still he didn't ghost me he we had this like whole conversation and we broke up over the phone and then we wound up like getting back together on and off after that but but your generation according to this research does the ghosting so let's talk a little bit about that i guess not the relationships you've been in or maybe like how did you break up with the guys that you were with before honestly um I feel like as soon as I have that feeling that it's What's not What's that feeling? What's the feeling? Ooh. Nausea. It's the ick. <laughs> the ick. Yeah, That's like what you I broke say. out by them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting it. Yeah. Um, whatever yeah. that may be, if it's like I feel like we're going in different directions, as soon as I get that feeling in my head, I'm over it. And it's really hard for me to get back into it. Um, but I feel like in all my previous actual long-term relationships, there's avoidance at first, not really like ghosting, just like letting go a little bit. Obviously, there's a difference because when you're together, you're like 24-7 on top of each other. And then there's like a little bit of a pullback. Mm-hmm. And then you have the conversations and you go in circles. And then you're like, am I, am I making the wrong decision? And you get back together and it's on and off. My last relationship, we were on and off for maybe a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, a very long time. It was hard to let that go. And whether we thought one of us was like, oh, this is just us having fun or this is just comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, the way that ended was I just had to cut it. And, you know, he kept reaching out. Maybe that would be considered ghosting. I feel like in that situation, it wasn't. It was just like one of us had to pull the plug on that or else it just would have never ended. Yeah, like you're in a revolving door, like ongoing, like a, yeah, like a turnstile or what have you. I know I was in recently in that situation myself with somebody. Uh, I get it totally. Somebody has to be the one to cut it off because otherwise they just keep coming back and you don't move on with your life. So, yeah, unless Um, you're willing to do the work and change, but that's not always easy or possible. So, yeah, you can't force someone to change. So, Um, but yeah, I feel like if I'm just casually seeing someone, they will 1000% go and think it's not a big deal at all or they'll just give a casual excuse and then go off the grid. Um, I was really excited about seeing this guy. We were talking for a while and we were supposed to have a date in three hours and he texted me. He was like, hey, not feeling great. I'm going to have to cancel. Sorry about that. Like so casually. I wrote back. I was like, I hope you feel better. Like, let me know when you want to reschedule. 
never heard from him again. And that was that. And it's just so easy for them now. I know because of text. I think before in my generation, when I was dating, there was no texting. There wasn't a smartphone. Like you literally had to pick up the phone and call somebody or just like stand them up, which is even worse, I feel like, than dosing, obviously. So how did that make you feel? It made you feel probably crummy, right? Like what the hell? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just feel like it's been happening so much recently. I'm not the type of girl who likes texting texting before a date because I feel like it hypes things up too much. So I usually I just like I try not to talk plan. to them. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same I exact make the way. Plan and then like go on the date. So I feel like there's it's not like this guy like thought I was crazy or I said something right, to insult. Right. I'm just like, I cannot catch a break. This has happened to me at least 12 times in the last Crazy. three months. We're gorgeous. That has nothing to do with that. You don't know uh, what else is going on in their life. No, I mean, he could have been at back together with another girlfriend. He Maybe he just doesn't feel like dating. Right. Like, there are whatever. so many factors that yeah. go into you it. You don't even know. Exactly. Exactly. But it's, not, out, but it's not nice. And I feel like I think the fact that they have the ability to do that with the ghosting, it makes it life a little bit easier for them, certainly. I mean, I'll be honest. There was this one guy I was seeing like last winter and we um, we had been dating for maybe like, I don't know, like maybe two months or something like that. And we had gone on a handful of dates and, and all. And I mean, I wasn't at the point where he was calling me girlfriend. I, or I certainly wasn't calling him boyfriend, but we had kind of like made some like casual plans, like verbally to like go on a trip and like things like that. And then I had that ick, like you described, I had an ick issue. And then I was like casually pulling back and then he just broke up with me like on the phone. But I remember telling my friend before that happened, I felt like, cause he, he did it because he knew I wasn't into him anymore. I'm sure. Cause of, right, I just right. really wasn't calling him back and stuff. But I remember telling my, one of my girlfriends, I'm like, I, I don't think I owe him a breakup. Like, <laughs> I was just right, like, forget right. the hand. It's, I just a, it's like, an awkward in between. Yeah, but I, but back I don't know. In the I day, have a problem. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You tell me. What's your oh, problem? I was just going to say, I have a problem with closure. Like, I feel like I need the closure to let go yeah. of anything. So even yeah. if it's just like a first date, if he all of a sudden is sick, that's totally fine. But if he, his intention is just to never talk to me again, I'd rather just know that because if not yeah. in my head, I'm going to be waiting for like three weeks for him to be like, I'm feeling better. I, <laughs> so no, I, I just like well, it's also called know, common rather, courtesy, right? Like just being polite yeah, to another person. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree. I was wrong to do that. I, I was nice but he was weird about some things so i felt like <laughs> didn't, he didn't quite deserve, like, yeah but no but i mean mm-hmm. i think like 20 years ago i would never have done something like that i would have definitely had a conversation with the person you know and then he then did it so it was fine we had the combo what have you okay moving on social media something you're a big big um expert in right so social mm-hmm. media was something that my generation i'm very savvy in social because of what i do for a living right. but a lot of and i think a lot of my friends that are my age are as well at this point but some people aren't or they don't rely on it as heavily so social media can be good and bad, right? You can create like issues in a relationship or a new relationship. If you, you know, maybe they're not following you or you're seeing they're like perhaps liking other girls posts or something. If you happen to cyber stalk them. Um, <laughs> but I think also a lot of, a lot from what I've read, a lot of emphasis goes to like whether or not they like your posts or they comment on your posts or like they engage with you on social media. What are your thoughts about that? Do you agree? 
Okay. I feel like I have a very um, particular past with this. So my ex-boyfriend was actually very involved with my social media um, to an extent where it was one of the main reasons for our breakup. And so now I actually don't even like telling guys about my job. If they ask me what I do, I say I work in digital marketing and I just leave it extremely vague until... I feel like we're in a good enough place for that, but I don't really care about them liking my post or anything. I feel like that's just a personal thing because I've what I went through, but um, I don't know. I feel like, I guess it depends for me because I'm an influencer. I'm like, doesn't matter. But if I was just like a girl, yeah, you want a hype man (laughs) on your post. And if, If your man is liking on other girls' thirst traps, I feel like that could be a red flag. I um, agree. Ho- totally. I'm curious. What, what happened with your social media? Can you share with your um, ex? Can you give us a cliff note? Yeah. I'll give you a, I'll give you a little synopsis. Um, basically, I started my account in 2016, taking it very seriously. I was with um, an ex-boyfriend, not the one I was referring to. And okay. I was a teacher. Okay. And I wanted to break into the fashion industry. So my boyfriend was extremely supportive. I mean, this poor man, he like bought me my my digital camera for Christmas and he would go mm-hmm. drive into the city with me, take pictures of me on the street. Like he was awesome. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sweet. Um, then we broke up. I like went and I did my own thing and I met another guy who was more business savvy and mm-hmm. he was really pushing me to monetize my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this time, I just wanted a career in PR and in fashion. And I really was just using my Instagram to elevate that. I wasn't trying to be a full-time influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, I really believe in you. You can do this. And basically, because I loved him so much, um, I let him be a part of my team, just mm-hmm. of the two of us. Uh-huh. And he was handling the business and I was handling the content. And um, ultimately, our relationship didn't work out mainly because we didn't see eye to eye. Um, I mean, there was so many other reasons. It was just a very toxic, um, unhealthy, like abusive relationship. It just was not good. Um, But he definitely like was pushing for this to be his career instead of my career. And like he was going to be like your voice or handle all of your business arrangements. And then you were basically just going to be the face of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I, I um, started in the industry, like as a, I went to a performing arts school. I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to do something creative. Then I went into mm-hmm. teaching because of that. And that wasn't creative enough because the administration mm-hmm. now is like, mm-hmm. so then I wanted to go into fashion because it was creative. And I just, I mean, the relationship was crazy to begin with. It was Instagram aside. It was very unhealthy, but, um, it didn't help. <laughs> no, so I understand. I now understand. I have like a little PTSD 
So yeah. um, oh no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I just I don't know. Like it's hard, especially because you get some really cool perks with yeah. the job. I feel like with dating, it either goes two ways. Guys either think that you get daddy's money and you like don't work for a living and you just like post pictures and nothing goes into it, or they're like <sighs> Cool. Um, can I follow you along and get all the perks that you do? So, oh, that sucks. So they're using you, basically. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. I just have like trust issues from it. So I'm just like, until I don't blame like, you for that. You're yeah. smart. And let them get to know you first and then right, share right. that. Yeah. You know, um, I don't even know if you know this, uh, Rachel, but I used to be a TV news anchor and I had similar situations with, um, well, not necessarily similar situations. I had similar concerns. Valid mm-hmm. ones, nonetheless, but they were with guys that would show up at the station. They own businesses, and like they would go up to like the general manager, would bring them. The, I remember this one day, the GM from my station came into the newsroom and was like, "Hi, Mindy. Like, I had just gotten off the anchor set. It was like I was anchor of a morning show, and he's like, can you come to my office?'" And I thought I was like in trouble. I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> why is the GM calling me into the office?" He brought me in, and he's like, "All right, this is a little. Um, I think he used the word literally on." Orthodox. He's like, but um, there's a really big advertiser here and he really wants to meet you. And we just would like you to meet him. Like, but the dude came to the station to like meet me and like ask me to go out on a date with him. And I was just wow. like, I wasn't dating anybody. I wasn't married or something. That right, would right. never happen. But I was like, this is, I was really like borderline sexual harassment. But right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm saying it out loud. But I mean, this is a while ago. So I, did, I didn't know any better at the time about any of that. We never do. But, we never Oh, right. But I remember just always being leery about guys. Why? I mean, why did that do? I'm like thinking to myself, why did he come here? Because I'm on TV. He wouldn't otherwise, if I was on the street, like, well, I'm not like living on the street, but right. walking on the street, like whatever, he probably wouldn't have cared to know me. I was yeah. sort of like always worried that people wanted to date me because of what I did for a living as right. opposed to just wanting to date me. So I don't think you're wrong to do that. Well, you're gorgeous smart. either way. I'm sure they oh, want to. Oh, so are you. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Um, all right. So anyway, I will, I'll chime in with this social media stuff. Um, if I may, in my generation, I don't care one way or the other. I mean, I'm not an influencer, but I do post a lot and I'm almost like reluctant to tell people about like, you know, what my handle is until I'm like with them with them, Mm -hmm. because then I don't want them to be like, Oh, like you're all over the place with your social. and like, feel like, you know, I'm full of myself or something like that. I'm not doing that for that reason. I'm not doing it to get paid like an influencer would, but I'm doing it to promote like different things that I'm involved dinner my clients so okay so let's move on that was a good combo all right dating overall that's topic number three so dating apps obviously are fairly newer not mm-hmm. new but newer mm-hmm. um my generation i certainly as i shared earlier we never had them um was, there was online dating but it was sort of like a taboo kind of thing at least i thought so um <laughs> stay away from that you're only loserish if you on them can't get a date on your own right but right. nowadays like the dating apps it's like you kind of have to get engaged if you want to get in the game, so to speak. But I think they've created um, a very different climate where you're really picking your mate based on looks because it's all aesthetics, at least initially. So what are your thoughts about that? Okay. So I'm on all of them. <laughs> you are? What? Which ones are you on? D- um, I'm on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and JSwipe, and the Locks Club. <laughs> 
What's the last one you said? The Locks okay. Club? Locks. So oh. it's it's like more elite. It's supposed to be like a Raya, but for Jews. Oh my God, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly, <laughs> it's pretty good so far. At first, Do I was you have a little to get skeptical. accepted like Raya. I got accepted to Raya. Do you have you to get have invited? To get- Yes. Okay. You, no, you don't have to be invited. You just have to fill out an application. Okay. So my thing is with all the dating apps, Tinder, I'm like, it's just like for fucking. That's how I look at it. That's what I think too. You, I'm not on Tinder. I've never been on Tinder. Right. Okay. You don't have to really put any effort into the app. You could put a picture. You could put three. Like you don't have to put any information. You never know who you're matching with, how like tall they are, what they do, where they went to school. There's nothing. no description. It's just no. So if if it's just for having sex, why you can say the f word? I'm trying not to because sometimes okay. my kids listen. Okay. Why? No, say it. Say it around. Say it out. Say it. Say it proud. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you on it then? Are you? Do you want that? No, no. Honestly, just to see what's I out there. Also, I well, it was the first one I ever downloaded when I was single because okay. I was just okay. like. And okay. then also, um, I heard that aside from the sexual intercourse that you can have from it, um, <laughs> a majority of the doctors that are on dating apps are on Tinder. Oh, that's good like Tinder has the most doctors. Yeah, so you're good. Do- you should be a dating <laughs> app coach. That should be your career. Yeah, your the girl who can't get dates. Let me let me tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's good. I didn't know that. I might be downloading yeah. Tinder after we speak. All right, all right go through yeah, the so right, what's your All right, all right. Let's go to Hinge. What are your thoughts about okay. Hinge? Okay, Hinge. So my guy friends say that Hinge is where you go for the most serious. Yeah, kind of I've heard that relationships too. Yeah, because yeah. you have to actually like fill out a whole profile, and they yeah. like. So I mean, do I feel that way while I'm actually on the app? Absolutely not. Like, have I gotten in a serious relationship from Hinge? No. Um, but that's what guys' perspective that's of the, the app is. Okay. So that's okay. like whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, and I also think that you only like get a certain amount of likes a day or however it is. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, lately I've been hating on Hinge because they came out with this new thing with like a rose. Have you heard of this? Oh, I, I heard about this. Yeah. Like it's so, stupid. Like so basically, it's like a bachelor, like, right? You get one rose a week. And every day you get like 10 new guys, but you can only give out one rose. So you get what? 70 guys a week. You only have one rose to give out unless you want to pay for the rose. Yeah, so it's $3 for a yeah. rose. So but stupid. the guys that you can give roses to are elite, like gorgeous, great jobs, um, like perfect. And then you look at your freebies and you're like, what is this pile? So then it makes you want, <laughs> it makes you literally want to invest in a rose, even though you have no chance. God, it's so funny. So, yeah. It's so I mean, true. Sometimes I'm like, what the hell is happening? And what I is this? I'm like, this is not even remotely the same. It's not even like a few are thrown in there. So to me, it's like, it's like they go on the street and they just take pictures of yeah, people. Oh my God. They yeah, say it's so the true. app that's designed to be deleted. But I'm like, are you really trying to help me at this point? Or are you just trying to make 
an extra 30 bucks a day off of me. Like I probably that. I was tempted. I did buy a batch of roses at one point. Did it go anywhere? No. So then I felt stupid for wasting my money on all these roses. Um, yeah. And then Bumble. All right. Bumble. Yeah. Similar. That's like, I'm on. You have to fill out like a full profile. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just feel like it's so easy to like swipe. So yeah. that that I could like, but I'm also like, I don't know, are guys on it serious or not? Because it's just so easy to move your finger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very – I've I'm constantly swiping left. <laughs> bye, yeah. bye, 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 bye. Someone's like, I pass a good one. I'm like, oh, whatever. There'll be another yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Um, I know. It's so funny. And then the lock – J-Swipe I have no luck with at all. I just like don't. I, I have to comment about J-Swipe. Okay. I don't know if this is because my age range or whatever and most – perhaps the people on J-Swipe that want to be with a Jewish girl are a little more religious to say the least than mm-hmm. my age range. Cause there's like, as you get older, you'll learn like there's the single people, like the pile dwindles down. Although now there seems to be more because there's more people going through divorces mm-hmm. since the pandemic and all. But that said, um, I find they're all in kippahs, like yarmulkes mm-hmm. and I'm like, and they're Orthodox and there's nothing wrong with either, but right. that's not my cup of tea. Right. So I was like, okay, they want to be with an Orthodox or someone who's overly religious. And that's not me. Although I do like, right. I do gravitate more towards Jewish guys because I just have more in common with them and same, same. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But so I'm what's just your, not what's... that religious either. But like, I do right. gravitate. So, um, yeah. I just like haven't had luck with it. I really don't even understand how to use the app. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's you don't funny. need how many likes. I, I don't know how it works. But um, <sighs> the Locks Club. So this is okay. my new one. Um, you have to apply. So that makes it like a little bit more elite. Everybody yeah. on there has like an amazing job, went to like a good school and you have to like write like a paragraph for each That's question. Good. So it's yeah. good. Um, and you actually have to pay for the app. So okay, so I it's not don't free. know if it was like $8 a month or how it worked. So but, people are probably serious that they're investing. So We've that's been a little think. bit of money. That's what you think. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Oh, also you only get like five or 10 people to like every like four hours or something. I don't know oh, okay. how long it is, okay. but it's like you can go through it and then you have to wait. So they really okay. want you to like consider who you're picking and have conversations. Cause sometimes on Bumble, like I'll just swipe and I'll match and I'll say hi, but I just will continue swiping and never actually have a conversation. I'm the same way. Or they'll then write back and I'm like, Oh, I'm swiping. And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> don't write me now. But then I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, and then I'm and then I'm done. I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed, and then I never wind up looking. Yeah, you're right. Right. It's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so I I've liked the Locks Club so far. I did find someone that I know. I mean, was, is only looking for casual um, love making on it. So I <laughs> am. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can say you can say it. Say it. Casual. Back now. Um, yeah. but I, uh-huh. so that's me. I was like, are you really spending money just for that? You can't find Maybe. anyone on there. Uh, <laughs> go but, to a bar and buy a girl a drink. She'll go home with you if you're cute, right? Yeah. Just put in a little effort. Like the guys right. don't even think that's needed anymore. They're like, do you want to come over? I'm like, you can't even buy me a drink first. Maybe after three, I'd, I'd do it willingly. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So that brings me to the original conversation. And then I want to go back to two, one, two more because we're sadly getting out of time. And to try to stay within 30 minutes for like the listeners and everything. But so I feel like 
younger guys, and when I say younger, I mean like 30s and probably like through the 30s and 20s, they just want to get in bed. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they want to like go to dinner or no. like get a drink. Why? Do they think they don't need to do that? Like what happened <laughs> that they don't think they need to like take somebody out? Like unless Honestly, they're like, you've already, it's just like they're doing it backwards. They yeah. want to sleep with you and then go out if they like you enough in bed, right? And I, and I just feel like once you have sex with them, they don't take you seriously. So like, I don't know. It blows my mind. It really does. Because some guys will put in so much effort knowing that they don't want anything out of it, knowing that they just want something casual. And my thing is like, guys don't realize that girls like sex too. Like we enjoy it as well. So if you're honest, maybe that will be reciprocated. Like if I go into a date thinking more of the situation because you made it more, then chances are I'm going to take you more seriously. I'm not going to put myself out there in that way. And at the end of the day, like when you F me over, I'm going to be pissed off. But like, if you're honest, like that's fine with us. We enjoy having sex. Like that's okay. Right. Right. Um, Let us make the decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just weird. And then other guys are just like, come over, come over. Like I have wine. You don't, I don't need to get you a drink. And I'm just like, if you just made a little effort, just a little effort, chances are you'd get what you want. But this is oh, just I would too never spacey. go there. I'd be like, goodbye. Yeah. yeah. This guy was like, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, I like to literally like told him off. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, good, good. Like, Take I'm done. Off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And move on. He was very hot, though. It's hard to see that, but oh. nevertheless. I know, but like, I'm still like, I would hate myself. I'm like, yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, it would be fine, but like, I know at the end of the day, I'd be so annoyed with myself because I know I'm better it than that. It just makes so, them like, less yeah. attractive, honestly. To oh, me. Like, yeah. I was like ugh. so annoyed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Like, let me go through these topics because we only have room for well, probably one more. All right. So, well, I have to do two more, two more. Um, right. Sorry. I'll be quick, though. All right. So, closure. That was one of the things that we briefly touched on earlier. I want closure as well. I feel like in your generation, there's less of that because of the ghosting factor. Mm-hmm. So can, is there anything you want to add to that conversation at all before we move on to the next topic and the difference of our generations or no? <laughs> um, I feel like I, I touched upon it in the okay. best way. I just feel like closure is important and it will get you farther in life. And then if you ever want to circle back to someone, you can if you're like grown up about it. Right. And how about really quick on that subject matter, the fact that you can't fully have the closure because of social media. Do you find yourself going back and looking at pictures of your ex-boyfriends on social or I'm what? actually really good at that because at not doing that because it makes me sick to my stomach. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to see them in new relationships. I don't want to know that. Like, to me, it's just easier mm-hmm. not knowing than um, thinking about it all the time. So you're, so, you're protecting yourself by not yeah. doing You have the willpower to do that. That's yeah. great. I can't say the same, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I will hard. Say that it's very hard. Yeah, it is. But it, you know, uh, whatever. I, I find myself doing less and less and less, though, on most, most days and most scenarios. So, whatever. Depends on the circumstance, I suppose. Okay. Now, um, another topic was open relationships, which is more trending today than ever before. Mm. I have found 
found on the app that sometimes guys are posing with their wives and they're looking for a third friend to join the party. And I've been approached uh, in that way. And I'm like, ah, no, thank you. So <laughs> what are your thoughts about that? Have you experienced that? Is that a trend that you're seeing? Like what? I've seen... Um, yeah, I've been approached. I'm absolutely now. I, first of all, I'm just not interested. Like that's just not, that's just not me. I'm also very jealous and insecure. Like I would want all the attention. And if it wasn't on me for two seconds, I'd be like, what is happening? So I I I just like, I don't know. It just sounds too messy for me. I think my, my sense of an open relationship would be more like people who are like, exclusively dating but not talking that they're exclusively dating and like don't have a title yet but they are seeing each other for months and then are also like going out in a bar and maybe making out with someone else like that's what I would say is I more that cheating that's cheating yeah we don't like <laughs> in it. my world okay okay wait so um that, since you brought that up that was one of the other topics I, we can touch on this one last so your generation the millennials right apparently according to this research it takes much longer to bring to the title to the table bring the title of girlfriend boyfriend to the table is what i'm trying to say so you all apparently hang out before you'd be dating and then once you're dating yeah. you're not really exclusive but you are exclusive but you won't say you're exclusive because you don't want the title why what's up with that I don't freaking know I really have no idea like I said every relationship I've been in I've known the person previously so like yeah to me if I'm putting all my effort into a guy and it's just not being reciprocated or they're not ready to take it to that level. And it's been a long enough time. That's when I take a seat back and I'm like, all right, then there's something missing for you here. Because if you don't mind me going out and making out with someone else, then like, yeah, you're not this. I'm not your person. So like, I think that's fine. But like, then let's not waste our time anymore. I agree. So do you have that conversation? Yeah, I, I, I actually had that conversation with my first boyfriend and my last boyfriend, and that's what tied them down. They were like, okay, then let's be exclusive. Okay, that's, that's good. How you get it. They didn't run a, they didn't run for the hills. They stayed the course. That's no. good. Okay, that's yeah. good. I think the fear is with a lot men and women probably is that if they bring up the subject matter that's important to bring up, they're afraid they're going to scare the other person off. But you have to or you won't get the answer you need and you'll be sitting in the gray and wasting your time or you know, you could have taken it to another level and had more better experiences with the person sooner, right? Right. I just feel yeah. like at this point in my life, I know what kind of lover I am. And I'm yeah. just someone that like, I have a hard time letting go from something. So I'd rather not be as invested. And I'd rather mm-hmm. know right away than like, mm-hmm. waste even more time and like, be so upset. I later. agree. because It's harder to break up later, obviously, yeah. than sooner, for sure. Yeah. All right, Missy, you are amazing. Thank you oh for shedding God. all this great light into the, the the dilemma of dating and sharing all of your good uh, tidbits and uh, insight to the dating app world. We appreciate that very much. Thank you for having much. me. This was oh, so sure. fun. It is so fun. We'll have to have you back on when you have a let it keep keep in touch with me. And we'll have you back on when you're like it, like dating somebody or in the like in yeah, a relationship you know. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> 
right. So tell everybody where they can find you, Miss Concrete. (laughs) All right. Um, You can find me at The Concrete Blonde on Instagram. I'm also at The Concrete Blonde on TikTok. Um, Or my blog is www.theconcreteblonde.com. I feel like those are all the relevant ones. So yeah. Okay. Check me out. Let's say hi. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Good weekend. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.